0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
0: Time to turn our attention to water sports now, and uh, it appeared for all intents and purposes as if the sailing career of Joe Joalei was over. Uh, she'd become world and Olympic champion in the 470 class uh, with poly Potty, and... It really had nothing left to prove in the sport so uh, went uh, and did a bit of coaching but now joe has decided to step back into a different boat with a new partner and it's already paying dividends having won the 49er fx class at the uh, ocean bridge nz sailing regatta just on sunday and she joins us now joe thanks very much uh, for your time this morning oh, no worries hey well this is cool uh, you won gold in 2012 silver in 2016 but you've found a new appetite uh, for the Olympics in 2024. What's behind that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess I sort of made a point of never fully retiring. I was always just, you know, not sailing, and I was just pretty burnt out by it all. And I was had done a lot of years with Polly, and it was, you know, a really good time. But I needed something different, and yeah, I took five years out, basically coaching and doing different things and trying to put a bit of normal life as well, but a normal job. Um, but it definitely inspired me to sort of give it another crack, and there's just way more to learn, and yeah, why not?
0: Okay, so you've teamed up now with uh, Molly Meach, of course, uh, now in the 49er FX class, how, how did that come about, that combination?
1: I mean, I, I guess I'm just, you know, pretty lucky, right place, right time, um, Molly, I've actually with Alex for about nine, ten years, and it was just, you know, time for that, that was sort of over at the end of, after, after Tokyo, and I was sort of looking at trying to get into a new class, and lucky enough that Molly was sort of hanging around, and, and actually was okay to go sailing with me, even though I don't really know what I'm doing yet, so... No, I've definitely, definitely got lucky. Got you know one of the best crews in the world, and got my little onboard coach for now who tells me how to do
0: things. So you tried your hand at coaching. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Um,
1: I, I really enjoyed coaching. You know, it was a way to sort of use some of that knowledge and experience I have and give back. And I mean, I love being involved with the sailors. I think we are a great bunch of people. And I mean, I worked with uh, Micah Wilkinson, Erica Dawson for the last sort of two years through to Tokyo. And I sort of credit them with being a large part of what inspired me to actually get back sailing again. Because you know they worked hard, but they had such a good time doing it, and we had so many laughs along the way that it was like, you know, this is actually you know a real cool experience, and you can work hard and enjoy it. And that's sort of I think what I lost, you know, through too many years of Olympic campaigning back in the day.
0: Do you find that uh, with the coaching etc. And, and mixing with younger sailors, that it, it's sports and great heart, it, it's really solid?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think we've got a great bunch of kids coming through, I think, like at the Olympic end, like there's been a few people sort of, you know, drop away now, I'm not sure it's the the deepest squad, but when I look at the young ones coming through, I think there's lots of potential and lots of future, and I think that's a cool part of being back involved is, I mean, at Ocean Bridge, at the last sort of 49 event, we had a decent fleet and, you know, half of those teams were just young guys teams even, or mixed teams, or just getting more people on the water and sort of more people sailing these boats and building up the fleets in their Z, which I think, you know, that's the one thing COVID has actually been really good for, is that we've all been around home a lot more and able to start sort of, you know, pushing some experience down the fleet.
0: Okay, so you're synonymous, uh, Joe, with uh, 470 class, um, and now it's 49er FX. Tell us uh, what differences you have to make and the difference in the boats. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's a much newer sort of style of boat, like skiff sailing. So both of us on the trapeze, which is, you know, new for me. I was always sitting in the back of the boat. But now I get to hang out the side too, so I'm quite enjoying that. Uh, it's uh, a lot more technical in terms of sort of the sailing aspect, the boat handling, getting around the course. In terms of the actual the technical speed side, I think the 470 is a step up. So it's a nice way to sort of mix in new skills and I think a lot of my prior experience is coming through and sort of will continue to come through as I get more and more comfortable in the class but there's definitely a very steep learning curve like a whole lot of swimming a whole lot of falling over I get I get quite excited these yeah. days when I do you know three four maneuvers in a row without falling over <laughs> it's early days
0: well it seems to have worked I mean you've gelled very very quickly quite clearly because uh you won at the weekend of the 12 races you only finished outside the top uh, three once which is quite incredible
1: Yeah, yeah, it was just great having, you know, a few days of the same conditions to sort of get some time together. And, I mean, I think we're about, what, 14 days together now, me and Molly. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's coming together. I mean, yeah, it was good to see that we do gel pretty naturally and our communication works well. And there's a lot of trust from from the get-go, and I think that's what's so key. You know, she trusts me to make decisions, even though I'm a bit rusty after five years out. And, obviously, I fully trust her around the boat because, you know, she is just pretty incredible on
0: that boat. Was it hard watching uh, the uh, the Olympics in Tokyo? I mean, knowing that uh, you'd been there, you'd experienced it, you'd, you'd done well at it, was it was it hard to sit at home and watch?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I was, I was out there on the water watching, at least. I was out with, yeah. with Mike and Erica, so it was... I think it's just as hard, though. <laughs> you're so close, but you still can't... Yeah. You know, when you're coaching, you, you can't really... You can't affect it that much. You know, you're there to support yeah. and there to assist, but it was... Yeah, it has been a bit tough watching. It's definitely part of what inspired me to come back because I'm sort of something I'm sitting there watching, going, "Oh, I'm sure I could do that," you <laughs> Sure, I can do
0: yeah. that. It
1: can't be that hard, can it? But I'm probably going to find that out in the so, next few years.
0: <laughs> so you you can see shifts. Uh, I mean, you can't communicate at all, can you? During that, you're basically just sitting in a water, um, you know, a support boat or a backup boat, etc., uh, off the course, uh, and and you can't really communicate. I mean, a lot of sports no, coaches no, so- can.
1: Yeah, no, so in the games for sailing, we're sort of kept in a little pen that sort are of just off the course, sitting in our support boats, and you're just watching like from five minutes before the race, that's it, they go and do their race, and then they'll come and see you after for a few minutes, and then they're off again. So there's very limited touch points, and you you do a lot of, you know, just watching and going, oh no, what are you doing, come on, no, and then just looking away, and a bit of like, oh yes, yes, I would have done that. You play the game by yourself in the coach right? but it's definitely pretty different to be able to, you know, do it yourself.
0: You sound like you're far from finished hands-on in terms of sailing to me.
1: Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that was the point. <laughs> I think once I'd watched it <laughs> that long, it was like, oh, hang on, actually, I think I still want to do this. So, you know, why, yeah. not, why not give it a crack?
0: So what's next for you and Molly? Um, are you at some point able to head overseas and match yourself against the world's best?
1: Yeah, so we've just got a bit of training for the next month or two, planning to head over to Europe in April and not sure exactly when we'll race yet. It sort of depends how we're tracking either racing in uh, late April or else in sort of mid-June, just depends on yeah. if we think we're ready to race. Cause I guess it's been a hard fight here, as you jump into racing, and like, we just haven't actually done the training to justify it yet. So, hopefully we'll keep tracking well, and yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing what, what the international fleet is
0: like. Well, the good thing uh, this time around, from your point of view, Joe, is you don't have to wait as long as you normally would for the next Olympics. Of course, because they were postponed a year, everything's come a bit closer in terms of the next one. So, we're only really looking uh, a couple of years away.
1: Yeah, that's a, it's a very short time frame. And I guess that's a part of what makes it quite exciting. You know, we've it up against it even more because, you know, I'm learning to sell a new boat, new partnership, everything's pretty fresh, and we don't have much time to do it. And so we've sort of just got to go hard and, and try to get it done. And yeah, makes it pretty exciting.
0: You you went from a sailing family originally, were you? I mean, a lot of uh, our young sailors are born into it, etc. But were, were you from a sailing family?
1: No, no, no. My family was sort of nothing to do with sailing. Like we're still maybe a little bit confused as to why I got into sailing in the first place. I just, I don't know. I had a thing about boats, and I've always loved boats. And yeah, I, I definitely sort of led my own sailing career. But you know, my, my parents were as supportive as anyone would be. So I was very lucky in that regard.
0: How uh, how much better do you think uh, even after just what thirteen or fourteen days together, etc. Uh, how much better do you think you can get in a in a short space of time? I mean, if you judge against our local competition, quite clearly uh, not much better in terms of results. But how much more fine tuning, etc. I mean, have you just are you, have you just tapped into it?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's sort of aspects of our sailing that we'll get pretty quickly, like some of the boats speed or just sailing in straight lines, but the thing with this boat is that it's the turning the corners and the, the sort of upper breezes that, that are going to be the challenge and like, I'm sort of well aware that it's going to take you know the next year to really get comfortable and so just seeing how fast we can sort of progress and I mean they're well aware we're going to be making mistakes for the next year in, in terms of in racing just through lack of timing but I guess that's a challenge you know we don't know, we're not going to know until we really put some more time in and, and see how we are in two months time and then yeah I guess we'll have a better idea going forward but Pretty sure we can, you know, if anyone can do it, I'm sure we can.
0: So <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a go. Well, everyone's, yeah, well, it sounds cool. I mean, everyone's got different uh, attitudes to sport. Everyone reacts differently when things are going well or badly as whatever. So uh, in this short space of time, what's the difference between Polly and Molly that you've discovered so far?
1: <laughs> um, I mean, they're very different people. Uh, but I guess like a bit of similarities, the intensity and sort of, ability to just go hard and sort of push through. I mean I guess you don't you don't become a successful Olympic starter without that, so it's not surprising. I guess I'm quite enjoying the fact that, you know, Molly will is pretty direct pretty direct with me and will sort of tell me how it should be, you know, in no uncertain terms. And I actually really enjoy that. And I guess that that's a benefit of coming so, in where I'm actually sort of the beginner in this in this team and like Molly's actually the experienced one whereas when I started with Polly it was the opposite way around and that I had had more experience and so Polly was sort of coming on a lot newer, and so I guess I quite like being being bossed around a bit and <laughs> having to just keep lifting my level.
0: In a two-person crew, okay, that's very interesting. For, uh, I'm learning here all the time. In a two-person crew situation like that, do you have a captain? Do you have a boss as such? I mean, there's got to be decisions, 50-50 decisions, that someone has to make a decision at some point, yeah?
1: Yeah, and it just depends around the course. I mean, I'm steering, so if we're going to have to turn in a hurry, I'm pretty much going to have to make that call and do it. But in terms of sort of the bigger strategic decisions, like it's it's pretty shared, and it'll be whoever has the best idea at times. Um, But, I mean, that's a part of it, isn't it? I think it's that developing who takes over when and why, and that's sort of, you know, what we're playing with at the moment. And just just the way the roles are split in the boat is that Molly has to do a lot of the boat speed and really keep the boat going, and I end up sort of looking around a lot more and making some more of those tactical calls, but then I've got someone to bounce it off the whole time. So it's quite fluid, and it's definitely different to the 470 where it was quite a different
0: decision-making process. Uh, Joe, it's great to have you back. It's great to know and hear that uh, the appetite's still there and uh, that you're going to uh, form a really formidable combination with Molly Meech. Uh, thanks for your time this morning uh, and uh, look no forward to your you. uh, growing success. It's been great chatting. Thank you. Thanks. Joe Allais there, uh, of course, uh, Olympic champion and destined for more, it seems, uh, in partnership now uh, with Molly Meach in their new boat uh, 49er FX already uh, setting the world on fire. Well, the New Zealand world on fire anyway, uh, and they can't wait to get overseas.